I'm Tony Gargan and welcome to the Presenting, Pitching and Public Speaking podcast. Hi, I'm Tony Gargan and welcome to the Presenting, Pitching and Public Speaking podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to do a really short, sharp burst of the seven top ways to build rapport with your audience. I watched a Facebook Live recently and it wasn't from someone who comes from our our network. It wasn't someone who's trained by myself, progressive or progressive success. Um, But I don't know if you've ever listened to someone on a video or watched them and just thought, wow, this is all about you and not about us. I don't know if you've ever felt like that. I mean, I've felt polar opposite before. I've listened to people speak on a stage or watched a Facebook Live and felt like the people were talking, the individual was talking directly to me. I don't know if you've ever experienced that. Whether that be the message that they're sharing or whether it be their ability to connect with the words, whether it be that they've shared something that's quite vulnerable or whether they have identified something like a common ground within there. And it just feels like they're speaking directly to you and you are engrossed. Unfortunately, I recently experienced the polar opposite where I was turned off immediately because instead of this person, and and I genuinely believe that they were trying to give value, genuinely believe that they were trying to build up their database, but also help people. But it was just all it felt it felt painful it felt like they were blowing their own trumpet completely just bragging about themselves and it became more about them than about the people that they were sharing with and I think that was really unfortunate because sometimes people have value to give but it's just not necessarily offered in the right way and that's why I'm such a massive fan of having systems processes and the right ways of sharing messages Because it may be that right now you are in the most difficult time within your life, but by sharing that, you can connect and build rapport with people. It may be that you've come out the other side already and your past experiences can help others. It may be that you've never in your life experienced anything negative. And if that's you, then well done, because you're definitely in a minority. But you can still build rapport by explaining that you you understand how people feel. So this is going to be a really short, sharp episode, but this is the seven ways to build rapport. And that number one I've put in there is to be yourself. Now, I don't for a minute expect this person on the Facebook Live to change who they are. If that's their nature and, you know, they're quite a uh, an exuberant person or, you know, they're quite confident, which can be construed as cocky sometimes, that, that can become a big part of your brand. I'm not asking for people not to be themselves, but do be genuine because this didn't come across as genuine at all. So be yourself, top tip number one. Be yourself, not a puppet. So I'm not giving you examples and um, scenarios of how you can focus and build rapport for you to just copy completely. It's still about having your own personality and then not being a puppet. We say, we say, don't be a puppet, be yourself, not a puppet, but model the best people. So if you really connect with someone Maybe it's your mentor or your guide. Maybe it's a friend or a family member, someone you follow on social media, an expert within your niche, and you really just kind of, you feel like you just click with them. Then whatever attributes they've got, by all means, mirror them, but still don't lose your own personality. Still don't change the way that you are. Still be you. So top tip number one is to be yourself. Top tip number two is to be friendly. And I think with this scenario that I'm giving, and I'm not naming names because I'm not here to to bitch and snipe. I'm here to learn and help others to learn from the presentations of other people, both the good and the perceived bad. 
Now, the feedback that I would give to this individual is they didn't necessarily come across as friendly. It wasn't like at the end of the the Facebook Live, I didn't think, you know what, I could send you a message and we could connect. You're approachable. Now, I'm not saying that you need to be over-friendly, you know, too over the top and it becomes inauthentic, but you've got to appear approachable. So it may be that you are leaps and bounds above the people that you're you're speaking about. So this person has generated you know, huge wealth, being super successful. But the whole Facebook Live was, this is me, I'm fabulous. Um, no one else can do this. That's the way it came across. So it wasn't, there's, there's a total difference between being confident and being cocky. There's a total difference between being inspiring and immeasurable, basically, where people think, well, you know what, I'll never be like that person. So top tip number two is to be friendly. You can Stand your ground and tell people that they're not going to get anywhere if they're not taking any action. And you can be quite forceful with that, which was the message in this Facebook Live. But you can still do that by being friendly. Just a little quip at the end, a comment, a phrase, a smile on your face. Small things make a big difference. So top tip number two, be friendly. Top tip number three, you have to show a real interest. Now, in this example, I'm going to share with you that it's uh, around finding a common ground. So this might be if you are, so let's say you're face-to-face with someone and you want to create and build a really good rapport by asking questions. And the phrase that I've used, you'll have heard it on other examples of presenting, pitching and public speaking already, which is to that you have two ears and one mouth and you should listen twice as much as you speak. Now, obviously different on a Facebook Live, but you can still interact with your audience. You can ask for the examples, you can ask for their interaction, you can get the check-ins to know that they're, connecting with you but in a live environment it might be that you ask a question and find out if there is any kind of a common ground maybe you have a shared interest maybe you support the same football team whatever that is once you've got that link that becomes something that just makes it so much more comfortable so show a real interest find some sort of common ground if your facebook live like the example of this and i'm not saying you can only do facebook lives other forms of social media exist but in this example of facebook live it wasn't about you know listening to what other people want and how can he help you it was about this is me i'm fabulous um everyone should get off their asses and do some work because that's what i've done this is what you you should do too there was no kind of genuine interest that, uh, that appeared at least in my opinion it didn't appear that there was a genuine interest in you can do this too a genuine interest in helping you to achieve those goals, helping you to overcome the obstacles that he, and he's had massive obstacles in this scenario that he gave examples of, but it wasn't, there was no, there was no value there, no lessons in how other people could benefit from that. So top tip number three is to show a real interest to find some sort of common ground. Top tip number four, building rapport, showing that you care and creating connection. Give genuine compliments. You know, if you're mentoring someone and they're doing fantastic, give a genuine compliment. In this scenario, it was all, no, people come to me and they want to be mentored by me, but everyone's rubbish. No one's willing to put in the work. Okay. What about if they've had things that happen in their life? And don't get me wrong, I'm a mentor as well. And every now and again, we have to give a gentle kick up the backside or an arm around the shoulder. And what was missing was the arm around the shoulder. Give a genuine compliment. I've watched your Facebook Live. I thought it was fantastic. These are some areas that could be improved upon. 
Now, this works really well, especially if you're in a sales environment, giving genuine compliments, creating a bond and a rapport, um, sharing some sort of connection. But it could be that in the example of, of building a connection, that it's about talking at a deeper level. Now, one way you can do that is actually top tip number five. Are we on five? I've lost track. <laughs> top tip number five, which is to share your story. And if you've not listened to all of these previous episodes of presenting, pitching and public speaking, then you need to listen back to episode number four around story because story is about creating connection. And there's a phrase that I read, uh, a quote that I heard recently, which was a Richard Harris quote. You need to be able to paint a picture in a conversation. The lost part of sales is the storytelling side. And from previous episodes, you'll know that when I talk about sales, I don't just talk about selling a product or a service. I'm talking about selling you as the person people should watch on Facebook Lives above everyone else. I'm talking about you being the go-to person for people to want to be mentored by above the others in the niche. You being the person that people feel comfortable with. So you need to be able to paint a picture in a conversation. The lost part of sales is the storytelling side. And that is a Richard Harris quote. And I think that's so true. You have to be able to tell a story. And I've uh, seen a phenomenal example of this recently, um, where a gent within one of the communities that I'm a part of, who's had some major obstacles in his life, but is now achieving, you know, so much success and well-deserved success. And he shared the story of, this is what I've been through. This is how I overcome it. This is where I'm at now. So the scenario we give is the then now how action model. And by sharing that, the amount of connection he built up with his audience members, you know, giving genuine compliments to people saying, you inspired me and that's why I'm um, sharing my results with you. He'd found a real common ground with people who showed a real interest. I can, I've done it and you can do it too. He came across as friendly within it. He came across as, as genuine. So he'd done all of the previous five points, you know, point number one, being yourself. Point number two, being friendly. Point number three, creating a common ground and showing a real interest in people. Point number four, being able to uh, really connect with people through shared experience and give compliments. And five, being the story. That was just the, the pinnacle of being able to connect and build great rapport with his audience. That's top tip number five. Top tip number six is eye contact. Now you might think, oh, I'm doing webinars in this or I'm doing Facebook Lives. When recording, you know, if you're doing a Zoom, even though you can't eye to eye see somebody, you're looking at a picture, they're looking at a picture looking at the camera and creating a great eye contact builds a much deeper connection and rapport. When you're face to face, this is so much easier to do. And from previous episodes, if you've listened, we talk about a seven second rule where seven seconds is kind of the cusp before it becomes just too uncomfortable and someone breaks eye contact. But if it's too fleeting and it's quick glances at people, it looks like you're disinterested or even worse, it can come across that you're nervous. So kind of three to seven seconds, making eye contact with someone when it's just getting to the point where it's, we've made eye contact, we've connected. I know you're listening to me, you know I'm talking to you and then you move on to the next person. Eye contact can really help you build a deeper rapport and connection with your audience. And that's top tip number six. My final tip to help you build rapport and create a good connection is to, be in, to ensure that you are aware of the culture so what I mean by that is you've still got to be yourself, but sometimes you have to adapt to the settings. So let's use the example of, let's say you are, I'm guilty of this. I swear or I shout or I use analogies that are probably 
you know, 18 plus, they're not PG rated. But let's say I'm asked to give a speech within a school. You want the message to be the same. You want the information, the validity, the the being how genuine you are. You want your power and your value to come across, but maybe you can't do it in the exact same manner. So read the culture, being aware of the culture and adapting. So not necessarily changing who you are or what you're saying. The message remains the same, but adjusting to the needs of the culture. Now that might be an actual culture. Say you're delivering a speech that is, or you're recording an online seminar that is going to be um, sent out to all different countries. You need to be mindful in different cultures, different things. So if you're speaking in China versus speaking in the UK versus speaking in America versus speaking in Sweden, you'll need to take those cultural differences into account. So be yourself but be willing to adapt to the needs of your audience. And they are my top seven tips to building rapport, irrespective of the method of communication. Let me just reiterate them to you and summarise. Top tip number one is always going to be number one. It's to be yourself, to be genuine. Model other people by all means, but show you your personality and be genuine, be yourself. Top tip number two, be friendly. You can be confident without being cocky. You can be friendly without being too overtly friendly and coming across as sleazy or like you're trying to do things that shouldn't be done. So you've got to be friendly, smiles, eye contact, the terminology that you use, being approachable and coming across as approachable. The example I gave you earlier on, it just didn't seem like you could send him a message and get a response from him. So be friendly, top tip number two. Top tip number three, show a real interest. Be a good listener, two ears and one mouth. Find some common ground with your audience to share and build that rapport. Top tip number four, build a a good rapport by sharing experiences and giving compliments. Be genuine. Compliment people on their successes before you highlight any potential misgivings. If you want to tell people that they're not successful because they're not taking action well enough, give them a compliment for taking the time out to listen to your Facebook Live because you know they want to change things. So be genuine, give compliments, help and be endearing. Top tip number five is to give a great story. Share examples using the Then Now How Action model. If you've not yet listened to it, episode number four shares that in great detail. Sharing your previous experiences, your successes, your potential failings and what you have learned will be really, really helpful to people. Top tip number six is your eye contact. Whether you're delivering online, on a webinar, Facebook Live, whether you're delivering pre-recorded videos or you're talking face-to-face with people one-on-one or in group settings, always have really good eye contact between three and seven seconds not too fleeting so you look like you're disinterested disengaged or you're nervous but not too long so that it appears that you're coming on to people and makes them uncomfortable and top tip number seven is focus on the culture be yourself don't change who you are but adjust and adapt to your surroundings for the scenario that you are giving your speech in they are my top seven tips to building rapport showing that you care and creating connection thank you for listening to this episode of presenting pitching and public speaking 